0: welcome to redemption unveiled i'm haley and i'm here to help you build a strong family every mom i know wants to have a flourishing marriage raise mighty kids and feel confident while they do it but we're all met with so many challenges redemption unveiled is here to help we are going to help you create supportive relationships so you don't live lonely understand exactly what you can control so you don't live anxious and finally we're going to help you discover the confidence god has for you so you do not live in self doubt i'm haley and i believe you can absolutely build the family god has called you to build let's get going hey everyone welcome back to the podcast i am so excited to be here and i'm s- excited to dive into the topic today Now, just a fair warning, I jump right in and I feel like I got a little passionate on this one. So just a heads up, if you are a Christian and you have been a part of the Christian culture for any time, you may know that it can feel a little bit hard to find like real relationships and build real community. And I find that so many Christians still feel alone in their life and that. I know for me, I have always been a Christian my entire life. I've never walked away from God. And yet, I can tell you guys, I spent a lot of years feeling alone. This podcast episode is all about that. It's all about choosing to find that connection, that real life-changing experience, that real power to find healing in God's community. I, When I say church, I am not talking about a Sunday morning service, and I wish and hope that you guys really get that, that when I say church, I am talking about real relationships through thick and thin, people that Live life together and it truly changes us okay so like I said, fair warning I go in I go in pretty deep on this also I jump right in lastly, I just wanted to tell anyone who listens to this and is like okay, this is hitting me so deep and I want to know more of this I want to have some more practical steps of how to walk this out listen to the end because I actually decided to offer um, a tutorial to go along with this episode just because it is so important so this episode is a great standalone you don't need to do anything else Um, but for those of you that are listening and just thinking I want to build this I have something for you at the end so listen to that enjoy guys There are certain things that God wants you to be protected from. God wants you to be protected from your life going off the deep end and spiraling completely out of control and you getting into a very, very dark place because he understands humanity and he understands our desire to hide ourselves. When Adam and Eve made their big mistake, what did they do? They hid. When God came in and said, where are you guys? They hid. And guys, we haven't stopped hiding since then. When things get brought up in our lives, and we know, we guys, we know we've got issues. Okay, we are insecure, we're jealous, we're, in, we're fearful that God's not going to show up for us. We, you know, maybe have financial issues, we don't like who we are, we don't like our family, we don't like our friends, we're mad at that person, we haven't spoke to that person in 10 years. All of these things that we just hide and we go to a service, you know, a few times a month or maybe a couple times a week and we say, I believe in God. Guys, that's not enough. And I'm sorry if you, if you think that that's enough, turn this podcast off right now because you're not going to like what I have to say. And you might as well stop listening to it because I, this is the kind of stuff that I'm here for. I want to have these conversations. This is why I started the podcast because I am looking around in my own history, in my life, guys, and I look at how many years I spent hiding myself so that I could be a good Christian. Hiding myself so that when I walked in on Sunday morning, I could hold my head high because no one knew what I was going through and it worked for me. And how many people are doing that? How many men are in marriages right now completely trapped in pornography, completely trapped in cheating, completely trapped in messaging other women because they're hiding themselves. Because why? They're willing to go to a service every Sunday morning, but do not ask them to tell their wife who they really are. How many women are doing things to get attention from other men that are not their spouse because they are looking to be enough? And maybe they don't want to have an affair. Maybe that's not even it. They just want to say, do you want me? How many women need attention from men? How many women are actually rooting for their close friend to fail because they can't handle her success? How many times do we not support people in our life because if they're successful, it makes us feel bad about ourselves? How many times do we not give grace to someone Because it's just too hard. How many times are we not choosing to just believe the best in our friends and family? You know, guys, in in the Bible, it says, think about honorable things. Like, believe the best in people. We're called to create a culture of honor. Are you doing that? Are you doing that? And I'm honestly, guys, I'm not trying to be harsh. It feels harsh, what I'm saying. But I'm just serious, like, wh- here's, here's what I really want to say. What is the point, okay? If we are going to dedicate so much of our time and energy to reading the Bible, going to service, doing all these things that are Christian-y things, my whole point in this discussion is, what is the point if you're not going to do what it says? If you're never going to take it deeper to the harder things, to the, to the part where you're actually being the church, living the church, finding the healing, what is the point? Just sleep in on Sunday. Just sleep in on Sunday. Post some scriptures on your social media and call it a day, right? Right? What is the point? If you are hidden in this life, what is the point? Because the whole point of this life that you signed on for is that you could be seen and known and heard and understood and accepted and celebrated on this life with God and with other people. God knows every brokenness inside of you. He knows all those secret little lies that you aren't talking about. And this culture, guys, church is supposed to be a culture, a culture of connection, a culture of safety, where when we go out into the world, we know we're not safe. We know where it's not safe out there. Look at everything on the media and the social media and everything is like, ah, scary, scary. But we know in our church, I'm not talking about the mass world of church, but in your group of people, in your group of three, in your group of 12, in your group of 50, just as Jesus lived, that, that you have those areas of safety. And you've got to find those places of safety so that as you move forward and you're doing what God has created you to do, As you do that, then you are finding those connections with the people around you. And you are living church. You are cheering them on. They are cheering you on. And it's not you trying to figure out everyone else's issues. It's you day after day after day saying, hey, I've got issues. Guys, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I've had times in my life where every night Carter and I put the kids to bed and I say, hey, babe, I need to talk about some of my issues today. I have issues. Like Carter knows every issue I have. I'm serious, guys. If I have an issue, and I don't mean like, oh, I have this thing with my friend that's drama and they're this and they're that. I mean, Carter, today I thought this horrible thing about this person or about our kids or about me or I thought about this guy or what... I'm serious, guys. Like you think I... Just talk this stuff. I don't. I do not just talk here. I'm not here to tell you to do something that I'm not doing. And maybe for you, that's not your spouse. And guys, maybe you're not married, whatever. That's not the point. You should have someone in your life that knows you. When God gave us the gift of Jesus, what he he was giving us was, I am now giving you the ability to find freedom on this side of heaven. I am now teaching you, like Jesus went and did all the work for us. And if you chose to to say, okay, Jesus, you are my God. I mean, guys, literally, it sounds crazy, but that's literally what a Christian is saying. Okay, I believe that you came to this earth and you died and you lived this life and you went down and you took care of business so that I don't have to hide anymore. So that I don't have to hide and I don't have to be alone anymore. Adam and Eve, once they made that choice, they were instantly filled with shame. And they went to hiding. And Guys, that's what life without God is still like. That is what life without the church is still life like. And my thing is, why is it still so much even inside the church? Tell me why we have the same problems inside the church as we do outside of church. Tell me. I will tell you, (laughs) because I can't hear what you said. We have the same problems because people are not willing to do the hard thing of saying, I am going to actually find people I'm connected to. It doesn't have to be. It's not 100 people that you go to service with. Some people may go where you go on Sunday morning, and some of these people may not. Some of these people may be your childhood friend that you've had since you were three. Okay? Some of these people may be the person you work with, but you know, you know, you know that they are there for you. Whoever it is. And guys, you've gotta find a way to show yourself. And these people, guys, aren't gonna be the same people forever. Some people, yes, may be lifers, but many of these people will be seasonal where or, or or conditional as far as different different circumstances. You know, you may have someone at work that you can really confide in that really is helping you find healing with your work situations, or maybe they don't work where you work, but they understand your situation. But that person may not be the same person that you go to for your marriage that you're, you know, finding healing in or for your friendships. My point is, guys, is that we're called to be the church. We're called to be the church and we are called to create this mighty structure, like this mighty web that's all connected. And I'm not connected to everyone, guys. Connection is... Is real and relationships. It's It's being seen and known and understood, okay? That's connection. So you have people in your life. You have a few little handful of people. And then just like Jesus, like you have your closer, you know, two to four people that are really in each situation with you that you're finding healing. And then take it out from there. You have like that small group of like a 12. And then you have that broader group of people that you kind of know that, Um, have the same, you know, kind of thought process of you, but you aren't living life with them. We've got to look at some of these things that Jesus lived and start implementing them in our own life. And we have to understand that there is a lot of disappointment and frustration in these things. And I've been talking about that some on my social media lately of just, guys, Jesus's relationships were messy. I mean, he would say, like, how long do I have to put up with you? (laughs) I mean, that was Jesus. So it's okay, guys, if we feel the same way about some of the people in our life. How long do I have to put up with this? This is hard. Like, how much longer do I have to be disappointed and frustrated? And can I just say, does anyone else relate to that, guys? Does anyone else relate to that in your life? Like, how long do I have to do this? And I want to give you guys a secret here real quick about difficulty and church and God. Jesus has this miraculous thing where every hardship, every time our, every time what he asks us to do cost us, he gives us more in return. We have to be willing to do these difficult things in order to receive the blessing, in order to receive the healing. I want each and every single one of you guys, to experience freedom on this side of earth. That's truly my belief. I do not believe that as Christians we are called to raise our hand in a service, to go to one or two services a week, and then to die and go to heaven. I don't even believe we're called to just do good things. I do not believe that. I believe we are called to become free on this earth. Redemption unveiled. Become the free person that God created us to be on this side of heaven. And it says that creation is waiting for you to do that. Creation is waiting for you to figure out how to be connected with the people in your life and how to get honest with who you are so that you can find freedom in this life. If you do not want freedom and you are not willing to do what it takes Why mess with any of it, guys? Why mess with it? Because do you really believe with all of that that we're saying Jesus did and Jesus, Jesus, I said Jesus, do we really believe that that's as powerful as it gets? Raise your hand, go to some services, read some scriptures and die. Because I don't and I'm not here for it. And I'll tell you this: I that's not been my experience. The last fifteen years of my life, I have found freedom. I am not the same person I used to be. I used to be manipulative. I used to hide things. I used to um, really tell things the way that I knew you wanted them to be heard or what you wanted to hear. I used to, I used to really try to control people in my life because I was scared of being. Um, alone I used to be scared that if if people ever saw that I made a mistake or failed that they would not love me anymore I used to use my faith because I've always been in the Christian culture and I've always had a, a desire to know more about it so I used to use my faith and my knowledge to put people in their place and to keep myself from being held accountable And I, guys, I used to feel really alone, and I'm not going to lie. And that is a girl who has only ever walked with God. And for that long of my life, you know, into my 20s, I missed it. I was missing it. I'm not saying I missed it always. Like, my heart was in the right place, but I was missing it. I was missing this real thing that God says, I want to teach you church. I want you to feel free. I want you to feel safe, Haley. I don't want you to be alone on this earth. I don't want you to hide. I don't want you to live as Adam and Eve, where when I walk in the room, everyone goes hiding because it's like, ooh, he's here. He wants us to come out and say, we're right here. We've made some mistakes here since you were last here, and we need to talk about the them so we can be free while we are together and that's what I want in my marriage that's what I want in my friendships like guys I'm often sending my friends messages sometimes I'm sure they're kind of like seriously why are you messaging this to me because I'll just like update all my friends like just so you know I've been really struggling (laughs) like I don't need you to heal it but I need you to know that I'm struggling does that make sense McCarter, Carter. It's like, hey, babe, I need you to know that I had this weird thought or this weird interaction with this guy today. I just need you to know that I kind of wanted his attention. I just need you to know that I kind of like I'm thinking really mean things about this person. I need you to know that I'm not in a good place with this kid of ours. (laughs) I need you to know that I'm really this. I need you to know. Why do I need him to know? because I don't want to feel alone. I don't want to feel alone ever again. I don't plan to. I haven't felt alone in years. I have not felt alone in years. And I don't have to be afraid that I'm going to be cut out of my friends and family's lives if they know the truth of who I really am, because they all know the truth of who I really am. (laughs) Many of you do too, (laughs) apparently. Because I'm not as scared. You guys see the freedom in that? I'm not scared anymore. Satan can't keep me alone because he has no power over me because I don't have secrets. And I'm not suggesting to you to go start a podcast and tell the world your secrets. This took me 15 years to get here, guys. But I am absolutely telling you to go find someone to live church. Go find someone to live relationships. Go understand that relationships are hard and church is hard and people are hard and it is worth it. Are you going to be disappointed? Absolutely. Will you be, will someone fail you? Absolutely. Will you be frustrated? Absolutely. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Have you been betrayed? I have too. Have you been disappointed? Me too. Have you been surprised at how hard it is? Oh, absolutely. Like, Every week. Do I stop? Absolutely not. Why? Because what else is there to do? I am here with so many more breaths left. I don't know how many I have left, but the way I look at it is I might as well create something really cool and unique on this earth while I have the time. I might as well learn to live this stuff that God told me to create while I'm here. I might as well put it all out there because what do I have to lose? Because I've lived the other life. I've lived the life of feeling alone. I've lived the life of keeping myself secret and hiding my shame and hiding my insecurities and being the perfect girl on the outside, but inside, not even liking who I was. Not liking the way I looked. Not liking my personality. And not even being able to experience true friendship because you can't experience true friendship if someone doesn't really know you. Because there's always the fear that they'll figure out who you really are. So it's a constant chasing of the next thing. Not counting the fact that the entire time I was just trying to prove that I was worthy of God's love. And I was so tired all the time. I went between like trying to do my very, very best out of my own skill to... Um, truly just, I would fall flat and be completely defeated realizing I wasn't enough. And now I realize God never asked me to be enough, ever. If you're a person that finds yourself living life and hitting these crashes where you just are spiraling out of control and you realize you're not enough, you need to realize God never asked you to be enough. He asked you to find people to be connected with in your life so that you could be connected as you realize you're not enough. And as you connect with God to heal you, and you know, it's so interesting because I was thinking about this the other day, I saw Carter, like healing is funny because I, you know, saying like, I'm not enough. Like I was thinking about that the other day with the podcast of just, I've come into this rest with like everything I am is enough. Like, I am where I'm at. I still have places I want to go. I'm not doing this perfect, but I'm completely okay with that. And I'm completely okay with who I am today is enough. So I'm enough. But I told told Carter, I said, but it's funny because I'm not enough to do what God wants me to do. What God has created me to do, I can't do without him. So I'm not enough. And I can't do it without other people. So I'm really not enough. It's enough that I'm not enough. Like, I'm enough. Does that make sense, guys? Like, we are not perfect. We're not whole without other people and without Jesus. But it's enough that we are, like, we are enough, even though we're not enough. You and I have an invitation, okay? You are invited to this powerful, mighty, living, breathing army of people. You're invited to this thing that is called church and you are created for it like there's something inside of you that if you aren't experiencing it now you know what I'm talking about you know that there's something missing and you know you've been disappointed and you are called for this and the thing is guys you are not called to just find me and connect with me that's not your call you're called to look at the people in your life and say who has God given me to find healing who has God given me today that i can reach out to who has god given me they don't need to be the smartest person in the room they just need to be the right person here's what i've learned god always gives us what we need always he may take a little bit longer than we expect and he may give us things different than we anticipated but he will give us what we need not what we want but what we need And I would invite you into that mighty, mighty experience of church, of relationships. I want you to push past what the world tells us is normal. I want you to look past what the Christian culture tells us is normal. And I want you to look past that. And I want you to start creating something that maybe you've never seen before. It's okay, guys, to be the first. It's okay to say, I'm going to create this thing even though I'm not exactly sure how it's going to look. It's okay to do things that you don't know the exact ending of. You are strong and you're going to get stronger the more you find connection. And that's what you were created for. If you are like I was where you just feel this huge missing piece in your Christianity, perhaps this is it. Perhaps it's that call to be part of the church, the, the real connection of church. And if you feel like maybe that's it, I really want to encourage you to take some time to really dive in and just think of one or two people and get committed to showing who you are to these people. Don't stop. And yeah, start small and make sure it's safe, but keep going. And if that person turns out not to be safe, find someone new, guys. Don't stop. Do not settle for less than what God has for you just because it's hard. Okay, I want to do a quick prayer real quick. Then we're going to wrap this bad boy up because Ailey, I told you guys I was going to get on a roll and it happened. It happened. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day and thank you for every single person listening to this. And I just want to personally say, like, I am so grateful for the gift of church. I'm so grateful for the people you've put in my life and the connections that I get to live because you gave me that gift. I'm so grateful for unconditional love. I'm so grateful for support. I'm so grateful for understanding how how the journey looks and how it, it is. It is difficult and there is a lot of disappointment along the way. But I'm so grateful that you have mapped out the path and that you have called us to this thing that we are capable of creating. I want to pray for each and every single person that's listening to this that that feels deeply connected to the fact of loneliness. Like, I feel lonely in my life. And I know I hear these things and I have moments in in the Christian culture that I don't feel lonely, but ultimately there's many days I go to bed feeling lonely. And I want to pray for that person right there and each and every single person that is just Alone hiding themselves from the world because they're scared of what would happen if they knew who they really were, even in the Christian culture. And maybe it's not any big deal of things, but they just small things. They hide themselves, and maybe it is a big deal. Maybe there's some really big deals out there. And big or small, I just pray for healing, and I pray for freedom, and I pray... That each and every single person would get their head around the fact that healing will not come if they will not be willing to be seen and show themselves to the church, to their people, to their healing group. And I just pray right now, just for the world, I just pray for every single Christian in this world that they would have the desire to find real connection. I come against this belief that church... Is a service. I come against this lifestyle of a walk in and a building and walking out and leaving unchanged for Monday. I come against this belief of segregation and separation within our souls. I come against that belief of the, of the layering on rules and regulations so we can hide who we are. I come against that, and I am not here for it. And I just pray in Jesus' name that you would uncover things. I pray that things would come out, that secrets would unfold as your gift to us of freedom. I thank you so much for being a wonderful God. To me and to every single person on this earth. We love you, we praise you, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I told you guys that I was going to be passionate on that one, and I don't think I disappointed. Now, if you've hung out with me this far, then you know how passionate I am. And when I got done with this episode, I just really wanted to be able to give one more layer of resource for anyone who actually this hit you deep and you're like, wow, how do I shift this? How, how do I build this? How do I change what I am doing now so that I can experience real church, real community, and really experience the church that I dream of? The the dream inside of me to feel connected, to not feel ashamed, to feel that hope, okay? So I actually went ahead and created a special tutorial for this um, episode. If you are interested, you can go to www.redemptionunveiled.com slash church, and you can find the option to purchase that tutorial if you so desire. desire. Now, I know a lot of people, you've got a great episode, and that's awesome. But for those of you that really want something more, I wanted to be able to give you guys something to have a little bit more resource and a little bit more hands on how do we build this, okay? So www.redemptionunveiled.com slash church. And I am so excited to hear from you guys and let me know what you think. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with a friend, write a review, or just message me on my social. Instagram is redemptionunveiled and Facebook. It's Redemption Unveiled Podcast. I'm so glad you joined me today because I know you are called to create something great and I'm privileged to be a part. Have a great day.